1: Welcome to Not Just A Sports Report, myself and JJ are standing by, about to watch. We already have started, we've started the very first early prelim for UFC 270. This is our thoughts and comments, so are going to be going through the card, sharing our bets and just our thoughts and comments on each fight. And the card has just kicked off, so what better place to start than our opening light heavyweight fight between Michael Olazechek and Dustin Jacoby. Two rounds down so far. Jacoby came very close to knocking check out, but check probably had the better first round with Jacoby the second. So we're going to sit down and watch the third round. I have money on Dustin Jacoby head-to-head, and I've also got 20 bucks on Jacoby to win by decision at $3 something. So uh, that was it was more likely for him to win by knockout. But I've taken Jacoby by decision, so I'm hoping this next five minutes we see every second of it so yeah we will be back at the end of this early prelims fight with some thoughts and comments all right so one from one to start the day dustin Jacoby gets up by decision he wasn't throwing any leg kicks throughout the fight said that he had a couple of injuries throughout his camp so didn't throw any kicks at all and devastatingly because i put some of my bets on the other day Uh, The bet of Dustin Jacoby by Decision. I swear to God, I fucking put that on. I swear I put that bet on. And now it is nowhere to be seen. And a great start to the day, slightly hampered by the fact that the Decision bet wasn't placed. Sadness definitely intensifies, but it is in some multis that we've parlayed for today's action So now I'm hoping we can move on successfully. Devontae Smith, Ludovic Klein. I've got Devontae Smith by knockout in this one. Lightweight fight, and I'm hoping this bet is definitely placed, so I need redemption in this one. Devontae Smith and Ludovic Klein up next.
0: So Klein and Smith just finished up. Pretty interesting battle. We weren't sure how it's going to go.
1: Ended up going for Klein. How did you see that one, Mick? I saw that for Klein. Uh, obviously, I had my money on Devontae Smith by knockout. He did show intent at times, but right toward the end when he was, in my opinion, losing the fight, his corner was screaming for volume, and he just wasn't putting it out there, which was quite frustrating. He was getting clinched up the cage, up against the cage a lot, over six minutes of control time in that clinch up against the cage for Ludovic Klein. I know they went split decision, which you said you thought your, your opinion was that it was going to be a split decision. So uh, you were right on that one. I was wrong with the Devontae Smith call. Ludovic Klein, where was that? Last time when I (laughs) uh, put you in my preview and predictions for a win. But obviously he's been keen to come and fire back. It was a really good fight, especially for one on the early prelims. But Ludovic Klein getting the win. So I'm one from one, still spewing about the Dustin (laughs) Jacoby bet. But that is out of my control now. So we move on and we look for a win in our next fight on the early prelims, Ludovic Klein, congratulations, getting the win over Devontae Smith. I really don't know how I feel about Devontae Smith now. He has losses to, like, Karma Worthy, who I really don't rate at all. So Devontae Smith, I think I'm going to take a bit of a step back as far as uh, backing him in with any confidence in the future, but we'll see who they match make him up against next. So coming through the early prelims, we've got... Two more on the early prelims before the preliminary card starts. And, of course, our main event tonight between Colby Covington and Jorge Gamebred Masvidal. So up next on the prelims, just trying to rack my brain, what is next? You can pull it up. Yeah, Wait.
0: I was I was trying to look at the positives of your bet and see. Um, look like... Uh, fuck, what's his name? <laughs> So bad with names. Uh, Devantis, yeah. yeah, it looked like Smith, like, he showed something but just didn't show enough, it seemed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. I can't fault him too much. Like, it wasn't, a, I wouldn't call it a disappointing performance. I mean, he would be disappointed. But, like, mm. from a betting standpoint, I wasn't super disappointed.
0: Like, it wasn't completely out of the question. But up yeah. next, we have Elliot. He had a Tim Elliott versus Ulan Bekov. So.
1: Uh, this is a good one. Ulan Bekov is someone... I need to make sure this bet is placed. Yeah. Uh, Ulan Bekov is someone who I rate really highly. He got me a win last time. I went for him to win by decision, and he did exactly that. This time he's got a trickier opponent. I believe Tagir is ranked 15th in the flyweight division, and Tim Elliott might be like 13th or okay. 11th, somewhere... Somewhere around there. So both guys are ranked in the flyweight division. And I'm a fan of Tagir Bekov. I think he is going to take that next step to moving toward the top 10 here. Tim Elliott wants to retain his spot. And he wants to push toward the top 10 of a division that's becoming very exciting in the flyweight division. But as to which way I am going, I'm going to go Tagir Bekov by decision over Tim Elliott. And I might just check the odds, make sure that bet's placed, and I'll quickly come back with kind of the odds information on that one. All right, so Tagir Ulambekov, the $1.44 favorite, with Tim Elliott a $2.80 price tag. He's the higher-ranked flyweight, most definitely a chance, so good value on Tim Elliott at $2.80. Tagir, not a heap of value, at $1.44. For either man to win by points, Tagir is... $2.40 to win by decision. Tim Elliott, $4.50 to win by decision. A lot of value there. For Bekov to win by submission, $4.50. Uh, and the other bets are kind of outside chances. So I'm taking Tegel Bekov by decision, $2.40. I've worked 30 on that just to try and make up for the money I lost. Well, I didn't lose, but the money I didn't make <laughs> on the Jacoby fight. We won't stew on that, though, because I didn't want to give the early prelims, you know may take up too much time with the early prelims. So we forgive and we forget. I forgive myself <laughs> and hopefully I can forget myself. So Tagir Ulambekov by decision, $2.40. That's the way I'm going in this one. If, the, if he wins, then I'm happy we can move on. And Tagir is my guy. He got the win for me last time. So I'll be cheering him on against a very quality opponent in Tim Elliott.
0: So Ulanbekov and Elliot just came to a close. Uh, Ulanbekov shaking his head, he definitely was dominant that third round. But there's a bit of debate as to, especially the second round. We both agree that Elliot,
1: uh, Elliot, took the first round. How'd you see it, Mick? Uh, well, we were talking, and I had, I think Elliot won the second round. Unfortunately, I'm obviously going for get I need him to win by decision here. But I saw Tim Elliot winning the second round. You saw Tagir winning the second round, and both of us saw Tagir winning the third round with Elliot winning the first round. So really interested. I'm hoping you're correct. The uh, Bekov decision will really get the day going, and it'll keep the positive momentum. That'll be two correct picks on method of victory from only three fights, so a great way to get started. We're heading toward the decision. What are you thinking? Where do you think this stands?
0: Yeah, I'm actually pretty confident for you just because he was quite proactive in the second round and we're about to see someone's hand get raised. So let's see how you go. I think you're pretty good.
1: Hopefully. I'm nervous though. I did think Tim Elliott was pretty good in that second round. We're going we're gonna to ride it live.
0: He got one takedown in that second round. It could be the difference.
1: 29 28. Tim oh, Elliott, yeah. oh, unanimous oh, decision. Yeah, I thought oh, he won that second round. It looks like oh, that's how the judges have it. Not enough from Tegir Ulambekov. A uh disappointing. K- K- Khabib was losing his mind in the corner. So yeah, obviously Khabib saw what we saw, yeah. and he was like, "You need to get the finish here." Yeah. So Tim Elliott was very entertaining, though. I'm more than happy to say, like, congratulations. To Tim Elliott, he came out, put on a show, kind of what you want to see on a pay-per-view, and he did his part, so congratulations to Tim Elliott, and another great fight, probably the best so far, and we will check up at the end of the night what we thought our fight of the night was, and a couple of performance of the night, so great win for Tim Elliott here in this flyweight clash up next I need to get myself back into the Russian game I know very controversial Uh, they were booing as well they've been booing the Russians which look like what Russia's doing right now is so fucked up but like I I don't know if Tagir Ulanbekov had anything to do um, (laughs) with that so yeah like I don't know Americans love to boo (laughs) and yeah I feel like this this is what it doesn't help these situations and these rivalries between nations when we boo each other you know we could just sit down and be, you know, they could talk, they could talk about it. But no, in the USA, we boo. Well, not we, I'm not from the fucking <laughs> USA. Australians boo as well. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I'm sure they're going to boo in this next fight because we've got Umar Namagamedov. And if uh, any of the last fight was to go by, then the $1.14 price tag for Umar could be dangerous. He's up against Brian Boom Kelleher, who's like $6 something. And Boom Kelleher, I like him. I picked him in his last fight to win, and he got the job done. I really like Boom Kelleher. I think he is a crafty operator. He's stepping up from bantamweight back up to featherweight now, where he has had some success at featherweight, so this should be a really interesting one. But Umar Namagomedov is the heavy favorite, $1.14. And as for which way my bet's going, the only winning one I didn't put on, still sad, but... Next up, it is in this early prelim, my time to shine. Hopefully, I'm taking Umar Numagomedov by submission over Brian Kelleher. So we're going to sit down, watch this featherweight fight play out, and then we'll come back at the end with our thoughts and comments. And it's over already. Numagomedov does it again. How'd you like that one, Mick? Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, Having a pretty rogue side chat when it happened, and then I was like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, and yeah, Khabib, much happier. He'll be like, this is fucking how we do it. Now, Umar Namagamedov, that was incredible. Gets the submission win, so I'm happy with that. Two from four on the prelims, but everyone showed intent. Nothing that was really off about the card so far, so that leads us into a really exciting preliminary card. But Umar Namagamedov, much respect, my man. You have entered my good books. Thank you for the submission win. You've got the day started and we have a genuine featherweight contender on our hands. So very exciting. Early prelims, Uma and Umar and getting it done in the spotlight position, and now we move on to the preliminary card. All right, we've got Marina Moroz up against Maria Agapova. These two hate each other. They've been calling each other bitches and pieces of shit. I'm, I'm so excited. Maybe it's the Musashi energy that me and JJ. <laughs> Just drank. I feel like Robert Whittaker <laughs> right now, on fire, and yeah, I'm so excited. This is going to be a massive grudge match, so I'm, I'm just keen to tune in. I'm trying to make this one quick. Maria Agapova, uh, I've taken her by decision, and I've taken her head to head as well. She is the slight favourite, but Moroz. I am lady, she is quality. Did you make any bets, JJ? I
0: did. I committed this this time and I went, I liked what you said on your previews. So I went for trying to cover myself a little bit. The double chance. Um, a That's a of, really
1: good one. Double a, chance. Yeah, a cup of art
0: by submission or knockout just because you saying that they want to rip each other's heads off makes me think they w- it's going to be an end, but I could definitely see it going in the distance. We'll see how it plays out. All
1: right. Let's see how we go.
0: Kazakhstan theory. Here we go.
1: Wow. Alright, so the result didn't go our way on the bet, but wow, that was awesome. The beef. The Ukrainian fighter, after an extremely tough week, gets the submission win. Domination absolutely smashed her opponent. And yeah, wow, Agapova. Agapova was on the back foot the whole time. And wow, but I was I was happy to see it. She was really emotional, Marina Moroz, after the fight, obviously, she's Ukrainian. Her family are over there, and she was tearing up. But she she had a translator there, and she was like... She spoke English, and she got through it and got her message across. And it was a great moment on the card. It is still kind of heavy because it's like, oh, she had this fantastic win, but it's like... Uh, I think it would pale in comparison to, like, her, her family's over there. So, yeah, she should be very worried. But nonetheless, an unbelievable result. She actually held on to the submission choke a two or so seconds. The referee had to, like, you know, be like, come on. <laughs> she held on to that choke for a couple of seconds after Agarpova tapped out to really be like, fuck you, bitch, you know, send a really strong message. That was a big statement win for her. And that moves her up a lot in terms of her stocks in the flyweight division because Agarpova definitely was a rising star. I don't know if that was at flyweight or strawweight. I believe it was at flyweight. And uh, yeah, Agarpovic was a star on the rise with a lot of hype and she dominated her. The strikes as well, there were was extra kind of sting in all of the strikes from Marina because you could just tell she didn't like her. They didn't like each other. So a huge outcome for Marina. She gets the win by submission. How do you see that one, JJ?
0: Yeah, what of emotion in that fight. Um, yeah. Agapova looked quite mean. Um, She was very disappointed uh, after she got submitted. And yeah, a little bit of extra uh, spice on that little submission, just to, as you say, just to rub it in. Um, But yeah, uh, lots of emotions, very emotional performance from Moroz, but good on her. Yeah, she really, once she got out of the ground, then she really laid into her and there was definitely um, a bit of extra sting in those punches for sure.
1: Up next on this preliminary card, we have got a very interesting one. Kennedy in Zechiku up against Nikolai Nagamarianu. Uh, and uh, it was hard. I've gone the underdog in this one. He was $2.20, Nikolai and Mariano and Kennedy in Zechiku about $1.70. Now, I stand to win over $200 if the underdog Mariano can get the knockout here, but it looks destined for one of these guys to win by knockout. It's just, it it's who. And the favorite is in Zetchiku. So I am very nervous about this one. We've had, I've had a little bit less than a mixed run. It's starting to slowly, and it's not too bad. I haven't, I haven't really, uh, I haven't lost any money because I actually won a couple of hundred on AFL bets uh, earlier in the week. So I just used that. But only a couple have really got it done for me. Dustin Jacoby, which I forgot. Uh, Umar Magomedov got it done by submission. But now I'm really hoping to get on a roll. This is, at this point, the biggest fight for me on the card to really get rolling. So I'm taking Nikolai Nega Marianu up against Kennedy in Zechuku. But I'm really not sure. I think there's going to be a knockout. So maybe in terms of a bet, a good one could be, will the fight go the distance and choosing No. But I'm going Nega Mariano, very nervous, so I'm going to be riding this bet hard and we will check back at the end. And a couple of times when we've checked back, most times it's been an unlucky result, but every time a great fight. So uh, nonetheless, whatever happens here, I'm very excited to watch it play out. But I'm taking Nega Mariano and I'm going to be riding this one nervously. What just wanted to ask, what um, makes you like uh, Mariano in particular? Uh, I more have question marks over Kennedy in Zechiku. I'm more right. like, I don't know. I didn't have full confidence. And I believe Nega Mariani, I bet on him last time up against Ike Villanueva to win by knockout, and he got it done. So okay. I'm hoping he can get it done again. But I bet on and Ulanbekov earlier, who got it done for me by decision last time. And this time he lost by decision. So we mm. don't know exactly what's going to go down. And Kennedy in Zetscheku is the bigger of the two, so he has a big size advantage, probably power advantage, which makes him the favorite. But Nicolai Negamarianu, I'm just I'm backing him in. That's the thing, I don't have a whole heap of substance behind my pick just, just other feel. than yeah. Mm. Other than just feel a little bit more nervous within inzechiku funnily right, okay. enough. Yeah, I know, uh, I know that feeling where you like you don't trust him as much. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Negamarianu and if he can get the win here for me, then he'll definitely be one I'll be keeping his name in my black book of punting yeah. uh, because if, this is a great test for him. So basically it's a great test for me to see where Nega Mariano's at and also Kennedy in Zechuku because there's a big chance that he's going to make me regret not uh, backing him in as the bigger fighter and probably the stronger fighter. But I'm taking Nega Mariano and I'm really excited to tune in and see how this one plays out. All
0: right, so Nega Mariano... And uh, his in opponent, Zetschku, just finished up. We're going to ride it live. We've got a couple bets on Negomarianu. Yep. There yep. was a point deducted for one an ipo Zetschku, yeah. Yeah, for ZSQ, so that'll play uh,
1: into it for sure as we're at decision now, so let's see. Yeah, riding Negomarianu. <clears throat> so, yeah, I really, this will be the big one. He'll be definitely in the conversation later for... One of my personal favorites. That's going to be a little performance uh, addition, maybe not a performance bonus uh, for the decision win, but an interesting, an interesting fight. And I think Nega Mariano really exceeded when it turned into a brawl and it got dirty. The first round was very slow. The knockout win would have yeah, that was what I was writing. But the decision, we're still in a good spot with a decision win here.
0: Yeah, at least he didn't put the guns away. Um, totally, definitely at the not. End, even when he had the point up, so I think he wanted to just put a stamp on the on the victory, which I think he'll get. So you'll come yeah. out
1: well—a good he- underdog bet, at least head to head, getting the Romanian. Mm. Uh, I thought the odds. Yeah, I just didn't trust Kennedy and Zetchaku fully, and he still looked good there at points. He was using his reach beautifully to, like, nail mm-hmm. a lot of head strikes. He still is definitely a chance of winning this. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous, but the point deduction really, yeah. really swung it.
0: That's a big one, Completely yeah. Completely, like, could,
1: out of his favor.
0: We could see that, like, or I was saying that, like, you could see why um Negumarion, who kind of wasn't attacking as much because Inzejku um, was kind of getting him on the counter as he stepped in with his long arms, so... Yeah, but the the live odds would suggest that the point deduction is a massive... Yeah,
1: huge factor. Massive,
0: massive factor, so... They're taking
1: their time as well to get to Taking their this. time.
0: Don't know if they're ca- recalculating, calculating.
1: Yeah, maybe it's closer than we...
0: Plusing, minus, carrying the one. I'm not sure. Yeah. Dividing, maybe. Various maths functions, but yeah,
1: we'll... They're leaving us high and dry here.
0: The suspense for my possible winnings of... One dollar (laughs) and forty-four cents is.
1: I'll get eighty-six dollars here if Negomariani can get the win, which hopefully two huge bangers coming up next as well. But let's get into this decision here. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. Solly Montes scores the contest. Twenty-nine, twenty-seven, Intechuku. Douglas Crosby has it. Twenty-nine, twenty-seven. Split decision. (laughs)
0: <laughs> come on come on
1: he said it the other way around he said his last name and then his first name Bruce Buffer leaves the cage he's like whoops he's,
0: he got fired no it doesn't matter which way he says it uh, it is the guy we have back there we
1: Negamaru. go Negamaru split decision but yeah and Zechuku did do really well on the feet A lot of like a lot of head strikes from distance But Nega Marianu, thank you, sir. Maybe not my personal favorite when we do our bonus. Uh, We're we're not giving any money away for our bonus. Uh, Maybe when we get sponsored, but, yeah, we're uh, we're not sending the fighters money, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, maybe a performance Musashi sponsorship. Perhaps. But, yeah, Mega Mariano gets it done. Very happy with that. JJ now making bank as well. Oh, yeah. So that leads us into our next fight. We've got Marina Rodriguez up against Yan Xiaonan. I'm not exactly sure how to say her name. She's Chinese. She looks like a great star. I honestly, other than the tape I've watched of her, I haven't seen her fight live. She's one fighter that kind of escapes my memory, so... If she can get the win over Marina Rodriguez, that'll be huge. I have Rodriguez after Carla Esparza as the next title contender at strawweight. I don't think Rodriguez is going to lose until she gets that title opportunity, which I still think she could win as well. I rate Rodriguez as my top prospect in the women's strawweight division, so I've taken her by decision. I think she's absolutely capable of getting the finish here, but... I, I don't know exactly what to expect from Yan Xiaonan, or Yan Zianan, or however mm. you say it. We'll see when the commentators say it, won't we? My bad. Mm. Uh, but Carla, Aspara, uh, Carla Esparza knocked Xiaonan out last time, so she's been knocked out. Marine Rodriguez is a better striker, so she's going to be throwing more at her. This should be a very entertaining fight on the feet. Xiaonan uh, is very explosive. She can do very good takedowns and very fast, hard striking as well as uh, Marina Rodriguez. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the vision. But, yeah, Marina Rodriguez, she is just this quality. I think she's the next contender and the next one to watch, or the current one to watch. jean has the chance to steal that spotlight and steal that hype, so we're going to jump into this one now. I'm taking Marina Rodriguez by decision. I don't know if you're going any particular way in this one, JJ.
0: Um, after listening to your preview and predictions, I did eye this one off, and I liked Rodriguez. I believe I'm going to take her by knockout, potentially, or maybe just a straight up head to head, but I think she's fairly heavily favored. I'll just check on that now. 136, so yeah, I might look to a more juicier odds bet, perhaps by knockout, because it does look like she has the power, so I'm going to go for that $4. Why not? All right.
1: We'll jump into this one now and we will be back at the end of this women's strawweight contest that I think could have been a main card fight. They find themselves here on the prelims, but we have this huge fight and another great banger in the featured prelim. So we are entering some very fun territory, heading toward the main card. And in the main card, me and JJ have gone opposite directions on a lot of the fights. So it should be very interesting.
0: So come to the end of round two, Jan and Rodriguez. And it looks like it's
1: 1-1 with Rodriguez coming back in that second round. Definitely, yeah. I think Jan won the first round, jan winning that round one. Just very close. Also, she got need in the vulva, the vaginal area. Yeah, we've checked Uh, the
0: anatomy and it is indeed the vulva for all the feminists out there who want to cancel us. Uh, Called yeah. that vulva. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're on. just
1: we're just calling it. You can't cancel for just calling it what it what, what we see. What we what see. It's safe to say, I get terminology wrong all the time.
0: It wasn't whatever the case. The blow was nasty. Um Sh- yeah. Nan took a
1: ninety mm. seconds, I think it was. But she still won that round. I think like ten nine. But mm. Rodriguez a lot more intent in the second round. Looks significantly better, even though her leg has been chopped up. Mm. But basically, what we're checking in before the third round is that. This next five minutes is where the fight is going to be decided. So a very exciting final round. JJ's looking for the knockout. I'm hoping Marina Rodriguez can establish a lead and win this round and win this fight by decision. So round three kicking off now. Incredibly close third round, but Marina Rodriguez in the last two minutes, it was still very even. That is what I call the absolute clutch stage of the fight. Marina Rodriguez on very sore legs after having her calf chopped up all fight by Jan Janan. But Marina Rodriguez stepping it up with her amazing striking. This is exactly why I have her as the next top contender in the division. I think she's established herself there, but a very close fight as we head toward the live decision. Do you have any thoughts on that, JJ? Where do you think it's at? Uh, yeah, I think overall,
0: I think Rodriguez got it. Um, yeah, they're going to decision. That it's last. Be good for my bet. It's yeah, good, good for, for you. Bet. Um, I was riding the knockout. She definitely looked like she could have.
1: She had this good one-two kind of combination. She, she was amazing going. striking. Janan's yeah. crying. That's a good sign for us. Maybe it's because the American fans fucking boot her just because she's from China. So, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah,
0: not sure. <laughs> a lot of emotion there, though. But yeah, yeah. it looks like um, Rodriguez was. An outstanding fight. though. like yeah.
1: both of them should be proud. You know, Zhang put on an excellent performance against the woman that I rank as like the top contender in the strawweight division, and Zhang Nan took it all the way to that final two minutes. She won the first round. Rodriguez won the second. I believe Rodriguez won the third, but yeah. we're about to find out exactly Here how it go. went down. Here we go. You- Crank it a bit. Yeah. Sorry if this breaks any copyright laws. <laughs> Split decision. Split decision.
0: Rodriguez, I think.
1: Oh, uh, just that made me very nervous. Split yeah. decision, but fair enough. Very close fight, but I thought Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, I think I think that was the right
0: right decision. Just on the whole. The whole perspective, the whole thing.
1: Yeah, so we're happy with bet. that. Yeah, there's a great payout there. As we head toward our featured prelim next, we're just going to check the interview from Rodriguez. Fantastic win. She is my top contender in the strawweight division, and she has backed up my claim there. Great decision win. Split decision still pays out, so very great result. All right, it is time for our featured prelim lightweight action between the Australian from Central Coast, Jamie Malarkey, up against Jalen Turner, who's coming out to some boss music. Looks very tough. looks primed to make a statement. They are in the featured prelim. This is a great position to be in. Uh, This is a free fight as well on ESPN. So you actually get a lot of extra eyes on this fight. A ton of people watching. Perfect position for both of these lightweights to make a statement in a stacked division. But with guys in the top 10 like Dan Hooker, who's moved down to featherweight and Tony Ferguson, who we don't know exactly what the future holds for him. So there's a huge opportunity at lightweight. There are a lot of amazing fighters in the division as well. We've got Jalen Turner, the favorite in this one. He is on a three fight win streak. He has a 100% finish rate, eight knockouts, nine first round finishes. So he is a first round finisher. He got the submission. I went against him last time and he submitted Uros Medich. He looks like a very much a prospect to watch and if he wins here, I will be adding him to that list. It's someone to absolutely watch at lightweight, but I'm going all in with my bet here on the Australian Jamie, Mal- uh, Jamie Malarkey back to back wins. He has finished 13 of 14 wins, 10 of them by knockout and he himself has seven first-round finishes, so this is going to be an electric first five minutes. I've gone in on Mulaki. If he wins by knockout, I'll win close to 300 and even if he wins head-to-head, I'll win about $100. So this is going to be a very interesting showdown. Jalen Turner looks very hard to beat, but I'm going to be riding the Australian Jamie Mulaki in this one, so we will be back at the end of this fight, potentially before five minutes is up to give our thoughts and comments. And I'm going the Aussie, Jamie the Aussies, Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, like, my bet didn't get up, but I will pay it. Jalen Turner, 100% one to watch. Jamie Malaki is in all sorts of trouble. He just got brutally knocked out in the second round after getting dominated in the first round. Wow. That, he's in, Turner is in for 50K. Massive Overhand and then just rain down punches in an extremely fast pace. Hard as Malaki's in serious trouble on the ground. I don't know if he's even going to be able to make the fucking decision, you know, or yeah, not the decision, hand raise. But the, yeah, the hand raise. He, yeah, wow, that is big. Similar to when Jamal Kroot absolutely destroyed, or did I say Jamal Kroot? Uh, Jamal Hill destroyed Jimmy Kroot. Uh, But yeah, Jalen Turner 100% now enters the official not-just-a-sports report book of ones to watch. An absolute contender at lightweight is emerging here. Unfortunately, I've gone against him twice. I will not be going against him again, although the beauty of UFC matchmaking is sometimes you say things like that, but he's now up for a huge step in competition. Step up, sorry. I think he's one of the many fighters at 155 pounds looking to step up and enter that top 15 it's i don't believe he's in the rankings right now but man he is definitely in the conversation now what are your thoughts jj on that Mm,
0: very slick performance um definitely one to watch good power
1: 50k bonus no doubt for that that was the so. so far performance of the night we'll go through that at the very end of the card but yeah but yeah, he, that was the performance. of the Malaki so took
0: a lot of damage in that first round, so he did actually well, even make it to the end of the first round. But yeah, then and once he's, he unleashed, he's made
1: it to the hand raise. As oh, well, he's so. up!
0: But yeah, he took a lot of damage, and then that last just combination, and he was on the ground and copped quite a few, and then it had to be stopped. So, yeah, wow. I, look, I would say this one thing that when he was on the ground for the brief time, Turner didn't look that comfortable. So against a better grappler. Maybe
1: something to consider, but... Mm. He's a fast finisher, though. A round one specialist, and then it only took him... he Jamie Maliki, just toughed that one out. The fight probably could have been stopped, but then 46 seconds into round two. Turner gets the job done, and that is our featured prelim. That is the featured spot. Many eyes on this fight that will now know the name. Jalen Turner... One hundred percent, one to watch. A huge prospect He's in the division. Huge. He's
0: actually big, so fella. tall.
1: Yeah, it's big fella, strong, capable of the huge knockout finish. But he can also get the submission, like we saw in his last win. Huge, just murked Seen Jamie Malaki. Yeah, it that was bad. Malaki was great. Yeah, props to Malaki. Yeah. He
0: actually didn't take a backward step. Yeah, fighting. For was
1: that in the featured prelim. Turner earns that featured kind of yeah. highlight spot. He that was the performance of the night. So far, as we now head into the main card, and good stoppage as well. That's so far. That's the performance of the night. All right, we enter the main card. Of course, Masvidal Covington in the main event. We've got Rafael Dos Andros in the co-main event. We've got Kevin Holland, Alex Oliveira, Bryce Mitchell, Edson Barboza. We've got Renato Moicano stepping up on short notice. But first, we have the heavyweights, Greg Hardy. I spoke a lot of shit. I called him a douchebag and things like that in our preview and predictions of the main card. And in this fight, as far as my prediction, I went Spivak by knockout. But I'll just take a quick look at my bets. Now, if Spivak wins head-to-head, I will win $93. I put 60 on that, but I'm really nervous about this. I only went against Hardy because I didn't like him, but I can definitely visualize a big Greg Hardy knockout, so I'm very nervous. This is a crossroads in terms of the day of betting. This could get me up, or this could send me into the negative of the day. So this could be a, a bit of an interesting one. I'm backing Spivak in because I don't like Greg Hardy and so $93 head to head if Spivak can win it in any form and if he gets it done the way I predicted by knockout I will win $140 so I've gone in on Spivak in this main card opener should be a very fun fight which way have you gone JJ? Well, Well, I know which way you went Yeah, we did the preview we did
0: the preview prediction, so you can go check that out if you haven't though I will repeat kind of what I said Um, yeah I wasn't I'm not about Greg Hardy as a person, but it does seem like he has knockout power and I feel like he'll want to make a statement. So I think I'm going to jump on Greg Hardy to win by KO in round one at a juicy $6.50, I believe it is. Yeah, $6.50. So
1: That's a great price. Yeah, that sounds it's gonna pretty... It's going to be a very fun first five minutes. Yeah. Maybe we can even ride... We could ride that five minutes out if, if you it, go that way. Yeah, if it looks like it's going to...
0: If it looks like it's going to heat up that way, we'll ride yeah, out. Otherwise, yeah, we'll just him. update you. But just a small, a little a little dabble on Greg Hardy, KO, and round one. So we'll see Greg how it plays Hardy, out. Greg Hardy, as you called him uh, yesterday. Also Greg,
1: yeah. Greg Hardy, great fighter. But
0: Greg and Greg, um, both good fighters. So we'll see how it plays out, I guess. All right, it's all over. The, uh, the Moldovan Ogre, we respectfully say, has taken down the thick... NFL player, Greg Hardy, much to the delight of us uh, for the storyline factor, but we're just seeing the replay now. Shoots in for a takedown. Once he had the take,
1: once he had him um, kind of wrestling, Greg Hardy did look a little bit out of his depth. Dominated, made him look stupid. Greg Hardy didn't accept his loss to Taito Avasa. He's talking all kinds of shit, and he's just been embarrassed here. And my bet is up. That's over $200, thanks to Sergey Spivak. That is up there for the performance. We'll go into that at the end of the card. Unbelievable, Greg Hardy is huge. He cut like twenty five pounds, bigger than pretty much a heavy any heavyweight I've seen. I'm still catching my breath. Yeah,
0: let's let's we might just get back up. into the crowd. I can we up. Can, can we turn it back up? We'll get back up. Yeah, we'll, we'll say some more in a bit. So we're getting into the next one: Oliveira versus Holland. And just going to put it out there. Had to double check my pick, but. A big 50 cents onto Oliveira at some juicy $3.90 odds. Um, I was saying he might get the knockout, but I wasn't sure, so I'm going with that. How are you going on
1: this one, Mick? How are you how are you liking this one? I have gone Kevin Holland to win by knockout. I, I can see him winning in any way. I can see him winning it by decision because Oliveira is really quality, I can, and Oliveira is very hard to finish as well. That's one thing. I can actually see Kevin Holland winning by submission, but honestly, I think Oliveira has the superior ground game, far superior. So this is going to be a really interesting contest. I think a great value bet could be Oliveira by submission. I'm not super confident with Kevin Holland. He's fallen off a cliff a little bit in terms of his form, but he moves down to welterweight. The move to 170 could pay dividends. I am expecting the best version of Kevin Holland. I know we are going to get the best version of Oliveira, so... I am taking Kevin Holland by knockout. I'm riding that huge opening win from Spivak that's really gotten me started, and I'm hoping Kevin Holland can continue the momentum. So I'm taking Kevin Holland by knockout. You're taking Oliveira, not by a particular method, I don't believe.
0: Well, oh, just when you, I remember you talking about, and we watched some tape on Holland, and you had concerns about possibly him being submitted. So maybe that could have been, yeah, like what you said, an even better value bet, but. We'll see how it plays out. They're Olivera's out coming That's out now. Dancing. With the dancing, got the
1: cowboy hat. So yeah, this should be a very good one. We will check back at the end of our fight with the thoughts and comments. In the opener, JJ went for Hardy. I went for Spivak. I got the win there. Again, we are going against each other here. Cowboy versus Holland. So we will see who can get up. 50 cents up against... <laughs> like I don't even know how much I put on, but we will check back in the payouts after this fight. All right, so
0: just wrapped up, exciting into the fight. Um, yeah,
1: good for you. How 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 you feeling now? Very good. That was huge from Kevin Holland. He is one to watch at welterweight, no doubt. He has taken the professional step now. This is his natural weight class. And, yeah, he's going to have to put in harder work and make some sacrifices. He won't get to eat cookies like he was talking about. But, man, emphatic knockout finish. Oliveira looked great in round one, but Kevin Holland looks unreal at welterweight. Even doing a sly little call-out of another cowboy in Donald Cerrone who is sitting in the crowd. Unbelievable. That's two from two for me for the main card. This has really picked momentum up now. It's got me in the green, definitely started to make some money. Now, this next fight is a really interesting one because I, all week, I've wanted to see Bryce Mitchell get knocked out by Barboza. I'm an Edson fan, uh, and I was going to go Edson by knockout, but at the last minute, I really was torn on this one, and I changed my pick to Bryce Mitchell. By decision, I think he can win by submission as well. But I've gone Bryce Mitchell by decision in this featherweight fight. JJ has gone Barboza. Did you go knockout or did you? He just went You just went head to head, I think.
0: Uh, I'm going to jump on it now. I might go knockout. I might go a little bit for the straight up and a little bit for the knockout. That could be an option too. But yeah, I like Barboza here. Can definitely see Mitchell getting up as well. But we watched a bit of tape and Barboza some vicious fast leg kicks. Um, Vicious fast
1: kicks, and um, yeah.
0: But Mitchell could be a danger.
1: Yeah, I'm interested. I think if it gets later in the second half of the fight is where I have Mitchell really taking control. But it's it's really interesting. The first five minutes will be a huge indicator as we have three fights left on this main card. I'm two from two on the main card, exact with her methods of victory. So I'm hoping to continue the streak. Once again, myself and JJ Going against one another. I will be kicking myself if Barboza gets that knockout win. But regardless, this featherweight fight is going to be so much fun. And on the next pay per view coming up this month, we have the Korean Zombie up against Alexander Volkanovsky for the featherweight title. Huge fight there. And we've got Petty Yan and Aljamain Sterling for the bantamweight title. That is going to be a stacked card, one to look forward to. Oh, it's April 9th. My apologies. Uh, always fucking up my apologies, but it's going to be a great fight card, but we have a main card of UFC 272 to get into Covington and Masvidal. The main event is fast approaching. I'm getting hyped for that one, but this featherweight one has been one of the ones we've been most excited for, I think. So some guys starting to establish themselves for potential performance bonuses. I think Marina Moroz, she, uh, put her name forward for a potential bonus uh, the last fight, Holland could definitely be in for 50k. There are a couple of earlier ones, Jalen Turner and Sergey Spivak. So I think we're going to hand out two performance bonuses. I was thinking of doing that and a fight of the night as well as a personal favorite from uh, myself and maybe JJ if he gets up. So we'll go through the performances at the end. But now there weren't a heap in the prelims, although really great fights. Uh, and Erman Magomedov, another one. So there were a lot of names putting themselves that, yeah. forward, but we'll go for the ones that had the most kind of impact. Kevin Hollins was definitely up there, but we have three huge fights to go, and I have a feeling our fight of the night and performance of the nights could come from these three fights. So huge yeah. three fights coming up. I have Bryce Mitchell by decision. JJ has... Edson Barboza by knockout. We will tune in at the end of this featherweight fight with our thoughts and comments.
0: All right. I just saw Barboza versus Mitchell finish up and uh, quite a dominant performance from Mitchell. Had control for most of it kind of snowballed from the early exchanges. And, uh, yeah, very good result for Mick, especially. How are you feeling
1: now, Mick? Very good. Very, very good. So, yep, three from three on the main card, really starting to roll now. Bryce Mitchell, domination. I'm glad I changed my pick, and but the reason I went decision instead of submission or knockout was because I respect Barboza so much. I believed that he had enough to get through the full 15 minutes. And he did. But, and he did. But uh, Bryce Arkansas, <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Mitchell, the Arkansas loving man from Arkansas, gets it done for me. That is three from three on the main card. And, yeah, I'm feeling very good about that. That would, could be up there for personal favorite, but I think there are. There, I'm going to have to go through at the very end of the card for the uh, performance bonuses, but Bryce Thug Nasty Mitchell getting it done, an absolute contender at Featherweight.
0: We're about to go. And we also, on. oh yeah,
1: forgot, decision. We haven't actually first. seen it. But yeah, he's, he's got this domination, domination on the scorecards. Bryce Thug Nasty Mitchell.
0: Yeah, good performance.
1: And that leads us up next to our co-main event and main event. So we are now entering the territory three from three, and we will check this interview out and come back shortly to talk about our co-main event of the evening. Up next is our co-main event. Renato Mucano stepping up on short notice to take on Rafael Dos Andros. And the huge part about this match is that it is five rounds, so... An extra spectacle. I've put a few bets on here. I'm looking to really go to that next level today. Potential laptop money. (laughs) Uh, My laptop's a bit crook at the moment, so huge co-main event. I'm taking Rafael Dos Anjos by submission in one of my bets. I stand quite a bit to win, quite a bit there. But I'll I'll talk about the payouts if he does get the win. I've gone a double chance for Dos Anjos to either win by knockout or by submission. Now all Moicano's losses have been stoppage losses throughout his career. This is five rounds. Dos Andros is ra- uh, ranked six or seven, number six in the division. So Renato is unranked, looking to break into the top 15 here. I'm taking Dos Andros by submission, but also a double chance and a head-to-head. I have gone all in. Now, when I went all in on Malaki, he got absolutely murked. But I'm going all in on Dos Andros. He has a great chance to put his name forward for that top five. He wants to make another run for the lightweight championship. In this co-main event for UFC 272, which way are you going, JJ? Uh, I'm not putting anything on this one specifically, but I do
0: like Dos Santos. And for the
1: first time, we're going for the same guy. Yeah, the same it does like,
0: look like great value at $1.53. He's been a champion before, I believe. Yeah. Yes, and kinda on short notice. He fought a few weeks ago. Got the I've, win,
1: submission win. So.
0: Yeah, I don't remember it, though. So It'll
1: be huge if he gets the win here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not counting him out, but... I usually go on my bad memory theory, where it's if he doesn't stand out. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of letting that play into it. But honestly, I haven't
1: seen Dos Anjos in the flesh, so we'll see how it plays out. All right, let's sit down for this co-main event. We'll be back either at the third round. If it is going into a third round and it's really close, we'll update you before round three. But I'm hoping for a finish and there is five rounds. I keep forgetting. There's five rounds in this one, so a big one. Maybe if this is still going at the end of round three, we'll check in, heading into what are really the championship rounds. And I'm really keen to see Rafael Dos Anjos do his thing. I also did a separate bet as well, just another one for him to win in round two by any method. And if he does so, then that will be an extra $200. If he does it by submission, wowee. So really excited for this co-main event. I am three for three in the main card really turned it around after the very disappointing start not placing that money on Dustin Jacoby. And we are hitting our straps now. So jumping into this co-main event, lightweight action. I have Rafael dos Andres in many ways, but my official prediction was by submission. So we're going to sit down now. And if it goes to round three, we'll be back at the end of that. Otherwise, we'll have a finish to talk about. All right, heading into round five. Now Moicano's fucking eye right eye is in trouble the doctor looks like he's gonna assess him again for a second time i'm a bit worried here i have money on dos andros to finish this fight there's five minutes left rda is winning every round he's winning every round he's won this fight if it goes to decision but i'm riding the stoppage here I will still win money if uh, RDA wins head-to-head, but I'm riding the stoppage. Look, if the doctor calls it off, fair enough. Moikano's face is fucked and he's lost this fight. But the doctor, what's the call? Uh, We're seeing the day looks good. It looks good to go. We are heading into round five. Rafael dos Andros If he gets a submission This will be huge But even a knockout mm. I'll win over $300 400 so. Yeah
0: Is this Would that be called a TKO If he got stopped by I think so okay. Yeah So that I would Yeah so. so you'd still get up So
1: Yeah But this will be This will be interesting The definitive Final five minutes So we're going to sit down Crank the volume for this one And we will be back At the end of this fight With the result Alright So a bit of fireworks At the end my card is bloodied. Unfortunately, didn't get the finish, but I still won some money. There still up overall, which is good because I won. Yeah, very good. Head to head, five from five or four from four on the main card. Methods of victory, three from four. Very good strike rate. I'm very happy with it. I'm starting to find some real consistency, uh, which is really great. Heading into some big cards coming up. And Rafael DeSandros with a dominant decision win. Rafael, I um, mean, Renato Moicano might be a little while before we see him back in action. He really copped some damage in that one. What was what were your thoughts on that one? Yeah,
0: lots of damage. As you said, dominant performance. And
1: But yeah, props to Moicano, he survived. He before. did, and he, all his losses have been stoppages. So yeah, that is a, still a very big showing from him to mm. boost his credit up against the number six rated welterweight in the world. But, yeah, Dos
0: Sanyos was definitely ahead, and we were riding right the submission victory. Um, didn't quite come through, but, look, yeah, your picks have been good overall, so very good. So.
1: And that leads us to the main event, the beef. Um, I'm so keen for that one. And as far as my pick, I'm taking Colby Covington by decision. I'm not going to throw a heap of money on it because the value's not there but I'm going to place a different multi that includes some other sports like AFLW and the AFL trials. Uh, so that should be very interesting and yeah, it should be a fun day ahead. We won't be covering that on thoughts and comments, but we'll be working on some other stuff and content that we will be producing. I've still got two NRL uh, season previews to go if you follow that, but if you don't, let's get back to the action. dos Angeles. Huge win, and I'm taking Covington in the main event by decision. Which way are you thinking, JJ? Uh, I jumped on this
0: cheeky bet of will the fight go the distance? No, at a nice $2. So That's a
1: good price. I ex- like that.
0: Expecting a finish in the main, but back to the co-main where we're about to see Dos Anjos's
1: hand raise, I assume. I wonder who will be next to him as well. Probably should be an interesting matchup. I'm trying to rack my brain. It, he may get like a very big emerging prospect, you know, someone mm. Jalen Turner's probably a few fights off that, but there are some guys at lightweight who are ready to like face I think Rafael Fiziev is almost that perfect a uh, uh, perfect opponent. Mm. For and he Dos is announced Angeles. the
0: winner is Dos Anjos. So yeah Pretty, pretty dominant performance, probably yeah. all
1: five rounds. We didn't hear the scores, but... We'll check the interview. If he says anything about a potential matchup, uh, we'll cu- we'll touch on that. But otherwise, up next, the main event of UFC 272, welterweight action, friends turned foes, Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal.
0: True, just a quick update in the interview. Dos Anjos calling out for a shot at the BMF Baddest Motherfucker belt against Masvidal if he wins. So he is right in Masvidal tonight. So about to get into
1: the main event shortly. All right, so we're entering the fight now. Uh, The first guy's walking out, Masvidal. And this is going to be a great main event showdown. I can't wait to watch it all unfold and all the narratives come to life. Masvidal, he's coming out now. He looks very pumped. Could be in for a huge moment to fulfill JJ's bet. And, yeah, I'm taking Covington by decision but what we're going to do if this goes past the first round and i mean if it doesn't we are going to be blazing in uh quite literally with our kind of thoughts and comments basically but this is going to be a lot of fun and what we're going to do is if it gets to the end of round one we are going to touch base and same as round two so basically the end of each round as long as this fight lasts we will be checking in with some thoughts and comments so We'll be back at the end of round one with our thoughts and comments. All right, so Colby definitely up in that first round. Potential knee injury that Joe Rogan's talking talking about, maybe from the leg kick from Jorge, uh, but maybe pre-existing. Now, I haven't seen Colby throw a ton of leg kicks, so he maybe has an injury, which Jorge can definitely exploit, but a narrative that the majority of people thought whether it was a finish or decision, was that Colby was going to smother Jorge uh, like just consistently throughout the whole fight and that it was going to be completely unanimous. And in that first round, that is a unanimous round for Colby Covington. A five-round fight, of course, but they're kicking off round two now, so we'll be back at the end of round two to give our thoughts and comments. But Colby definitely up 1-0 after the first round. There are concerns around his knee, though. JJ, did you have any thoughts before they start this fight?
0: Uh, no, I agree. Yeah, Colby out one one to nil, so we'll see how the rest of it. All oh, round two plays out. All right, so round two just finished up. Much better round for Masvidal. Worked his way back into the fight. Interesting little situation where Covington had uh, Masvidal in the clinch and went for a straight up nut knee, nut punch to the knee. Um, no, yeah. Didn't really look like he was aiming for anything else, but then uh, he gave Masvidal a bit of time to have a moment and reset momentum, but still looks like Covington is winning, but probably Masvidal just gets that round. So Covington looks like he's taking the third round, a lot of control there, but still some life left
1: in Masvidal. Definitely. uh, I think Covington is up at least two rounds, potentially... Already three. But let's say Jorge has the second round. Then if Colby has rounds one and three, Jorge needs to win this round if he is to win by decision. Otherwise, he's absolutely in trouble. He's being mauled like a lot of people suggested he would, including myself. That was kind of the feeling I had, which is why I went by decision. But I can see Colby chasing the finish. He was looking for a submission attempt. As we head into round four, the championship rounds, Jorge now is going to be looking for a finish somewhere, I think, but he, at the very least, needs to win this round. He went better in round two. If he can start connecting with strikes and win this round four, that'll set us up for a huge round five. I'm liking my decision bet of Covington as we kick off round four now.
0: All right, so we're heading into the fifth round, fourth round, finished up. Colby on the attack,
1: but Muscle is still surviving, so we'll see how this plays out. All right, looks like another bet. Four from five on the main card, five from five head-to-head. Very happy. These guys are still talking shit. I can see Jorge saying, shut up, bitch. They still want to go. Jorge has just been dominated, though. A very unanimous performance. Colby Covington the number one ranked welterweight in the world. He is still the number one contender. It'll take him maybe a couple of fights because there's Komzat Chumaev, who is coming up very shortly up against Gilbert Burns. There are some other fighters emerging. So huge main event. Colby Covington, I am super happy with my form through the main card. Four from five methods of victory. Five from five head to head. It has been a fantastic day. We still have to go to the decision, but I am I 100% Colby dominated that fight. So we'll uh, wait and see if Colby has anything to say. And then we'll check back to wrap up. And I'm also going to give out three performance bonuses, as well as one of my personal favorite moments and the fight of the night. So stay tuned for that. This is not just a sports report, USC 272. All right, Colby Covington getting it done in the main event and Colby after the fight, calling out Dustin Poirier. He said that the diamond is next. Jorge obviously dejected with the loss. I am really happy with the results and the progress. Now next week, I'm not going to release a preview and predictions podcast as I'm going to a four day festival next weekend, but I will release my tips over on my Instagram page at not just a sports report, so you'll be able to see my picks for next weekend. Make sure to jump on board, continuing uh, to build consistency and a lot of positive momentum in terms of my picks. So a very exciting time in the UFC. Huge win for Colby Covington. And before I wrap this up, JJ going to get some snacks. We got a few things ahead of us this afternoon, but uh, just having a look at my performance bonuses. So, I'll start off with my personal favorite. This is one that was kind of like a notable one outside of the ones that I picked as main performance bonuses. So, my personal favorite was Sergey Spivak. He at the start of the main card set the tone perfectly for my day on the punt in terms of the main card. So, Very happy with that. Personal favourite goes to Sergei Spivak for his massive knockout win over Greg Hardy. Now, my three performance bonuses, excuse me for that one. Uh, My three performance bonuses. The first one, Kevin Holland, an unbelievable knockout. Now at welterweight, he looks better than ever. All of a sudden, Kevin Holland is in a great position. So very excited for what the future holds for Big Mouth. And I've given Kevin Holland a performance of the night. Same goes for Umar Nemagamedov. I've given him a submission of the night, performance of the night. Yeah, just the way he got it done so easily. He looked incredible earlier in the card in the early prelims. So Umar Nemagamedov, a bonus for him, but getting $0 from me, unfortunately. Sorry, Umar. Uh, Of course, Jalen Turner was my third. Now, I went against him on the card, but, yeah, just the way he got it done against Jamie Malarkey, yep, Jalen Turner is absolutely one to watch at lightweight. I think he is surging towards the rankings, and he could find himself up against a ranked opponent very, very soon. So my performance bonus is Kevin Holland, Umam Numagomedov, Jalen Turner, and the personal favourite, sergey spivak i want to give a notable mention to marina moroz as well i think she'll end up getting a bonus and 50k just because of the circumstances surrounding her bout not just the ukraine situation but also the beef with her opponent she got it done so comprehensively so a massive mention as well to marina moroz now the fight of the night to wrap this up For me, it was the main event, although it was a bit of a smothering from Covington. I think they delivered an entertaining main main event. Nothing stood out as like an absolute banger. They were all very, very good. There wasn't one that was like so great that it forced my hand to pick it. So I'm going with the main event as my fight of the night. So that is the UFC 272 thoughts and comments covered plenty throughout the day with JJ Now, uh, I'll be taking a break next weekend. I'll still be releasing uh, my picks for the next weekend's card over on my Instagram at Not Just a Sports Report. But on the Sunday, I will be on day three of the festival. So, yep. I'll I'll save my phone, can stream for any fights. I really want to see Bruno Silva up against Alex Pereira. But, and the MRL's starting as well, which is a massive shame. But... I will be coming back from pitch recharged in top form and we are about to start hitting our straps. A great day today in terms of picks, in terms of money made and I am very excited for what the future holds as far as not just the preview and predictions and as far as the picks go but also on the thoughts and comments front and everything else. So a highly enjoyable day. I hope you have enjoyed the podcast if you have. Make sure to follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And from myself and JJ, take care of yourselves.